Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can have a reigning offensive rookie of the year. You can have all kinds of skill in the running back room. None of it matters until the big boys up front change who the f- we are. We just need some continuity at some point so guys can feel comfortable playing together with jobs up for grabs. That offensive line has to have that cohesion in order for a team to be able to thrust forward. It doesn't matter that you have the Ferrari, the Maserati, but if the damn engine inside of those cars aren't working, they're not going to be able to go. This is a great this is a great rejoin right here. <laughs> Haven't heard this in a minute. Kansas and Carlin, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. That is Mike Wells. I'm Randy Scott. In for the guys. Uh, you can join in the conversation, the CC call in line, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. So, we, we, we come in with bananas by Gwen Stefani in a time capsule. I got to play with the Savannah Bananas this week. Um, Monday, they were in, in Hartford. Mike, have you been to, to Dunkin' Donuts Park here in, in downtown Hartford? No, I have driven by it. I drove by it a million times. Yeah. Uh, ne- never never been over there. It looks like a great atmosphere based off uh, social media, though. It's it's a great ballpark, and I wanted to start there. Like It's about 8,500 capacity, uh, kind of kind of a bandbox. We, we we, uh, my co-anchor on SportsCenter, uh, Gary Streisky and I uh, got to, and Gary was an actual Savannah banana. So uh, they were coming through. They were they were uh, bringing their baseball extravaganza, their their banana ball um, experience to Hartford, and they were like, "Do you have?" They said to ESPN, "You guys are so close. We've worked together before. Do you have anybody that wants to be a part of this?" And they said, "We have two shameless clowns on Sports Center AM. Uh, we will gladly send those guys your way." And Gary and I were in it like for ten hours. We got there. Uh, just before the choreography meeting, uh, because they they practice the dance moves. They they have dance moves if, when they score the first run, the second run, third run, all of that. And what I learned very quickly is the ball is good. The baseball is good. They're throwing ninety two. They're throwing in the nineties. Um, is there a lot of entertainment to it? Yeah, but it's not scripted. It's not choreographed. This isn't the WWE. Uh, it's not the Harlem Globetrotters. Like these are guys who have been first round draft picks, who have been in minor league systems, and uh, continue to be around the game that they love. And and you know, yeah, make a little money, but put on a good show, have a lot of fun, a lot of costumes. Um, I was wearing pink pants, uh, pink baseball pants, oh and a party cool. animal shirt. Hot, so, hot. Hey, so so you look like you were going to see the Barbie movie then? Huh? <laughs> I was I was playing for the the bananas opposition. So I, I I was I was learning as well. I thought the bananas came in. I thought they played the Hartford Yard Goats, and that's not what happens. They play the team that they travel with, but it's an actual game. The party animals win about forty percent of the games because they're trying to strike each other out. Like when I was in the dugout, um, and when these guys would miss on fastballs or miss on pitches by, you know, just. A hair, like they just got under something, and they knew if they barreled it up, they would hit it out. They were spiking yeah. batting helmets. They're they're breaking bats. Like they take it. Both sides take it seriously. Whoa. Are they there to have fun? Yeah, but they're also there to win. And uh, I think that's going to come through in the piece. We're going to have like a a special sports center, um, you know, a feature 
uh, on Saturday morning in the 10 a.m. Sports Center. Um, and I think they're, I mean, we had, again, 10 hours of stuff. We're mic'd up the whole time, had cameras following us the whole time, and it's probably going to be down to about five minutes, five and a half minutes. Um, and uh, that's always a fight to get real estate on the show. But it was it was so fun, and, dude, I'm still sore. I, I'm f- so, so wait, 41, wait, wait, wait. I, man. I, 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 got, I got a lot of questions about this, a lot of questions about what you just so did you actually play in the game or were you more like a like a mascot in the uh, dugout cheering on the boys <laughs> uh, i was wearing a pink bandana um and pink pants i was definitely more of a mascot uh they because they take it seriously like you're not going to get out there and take an at bat you're not going to get out there and throw some pitches like you okay know. see that that was going to be my question what were you more yeah. nervous about Getting ready, trying to hit a ninety mile an hour fastball, or the first yeah. time you ever did a live, a live, um, a live hit on TV. I didn't. I, I was curious. So that sounds pretty fun, though. I, it, it's not, even though you weren't out there, you weren't playing the field. It's not like it was a charity softball game where everybody hits and you, you're out in the field doing, you know, catching fly balls and everything. Yeah, you just got the behind the scenes side of it, and the, I had no idea that they took it serious. I, I, oh, yeah. I was, you know, I was thinking. You know the Washington Generals and the Harlem Globetrotters, where it's just basically a show that nobody took serious. But the fact that they were slamming and breaking bats—did uh, you jump the first time you saw somebody break a bat in the dugout? Uh, I jumped because it was loud. Yeah, it was, and it was right behind me, and I wasn't expecting it because there was a party that's like, "Hey, this is a party." You know, we're playing music constantly throughout the game. We're doing choreographed stuff throughout the game. They're doing a greatest showman. You know, like group dance. They're doing a single ladies group dance. Like, why would you spike a bat? And it's because these guys want to win. They they're they're still in phenomenal shape. They're all young. They're all jacked. Like, and I so in terms of nerves, I was nervous about the dancing. And then I get out there and you're shagging fly balls at, at batting practice. And you're like, man, this is harder than it looks. And I was like, well, I'm not going to drop this. So I had a couple sliding catches. No big deal. I'm not trying to brag. Uh, and then getting in there. Hey, 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 <laughs> that, that, that subtle flex right there by Randy Scott. A little subtle flex. But um, the dancing side, um, how was that rhythm? I um, mean, were, were, you, were you that guy in the, cl- in the club that wanted to draw attention because you had no rhythm? Was there a lot of white guy overbite? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. It was a little well, bit. I, I wasn't going to say that, bit. but no. if you want to go there, That's fair. yeah, I want to know. <laughs> no, like, they try to idiot-proof idiot proof it. And, like, listen, the can-can lines, the kick lines, like, I could do that. Yeah, no problem. Wake me up in a dead sleep. I could give you a solid can-can line. But, but, you know, party rock, like, doing whatever they wanted to do for that, a little tough. Uh, doing whatever they wanted to do for, um, oh, they had a little Yachty song. Like it was a little, it was a little challenging trying to get some of that, but, it, but we were, we were hitting whips and nays. Like we were fine. We were doing, Ooh. <laughs> we were doing okay. Hey, 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 Randy's like, watch Randy whip. I was like, watch, watch me, me nay <laughs> Okay. Watch me lean with it and rock with it. Fine. Got it. We're good. Oh my we're God. You got to listen. You, I, I'm, <laughs> you know, I've told, I've, I've told you that my son loves his favorite part of sports center is the top 10. You know, faithfully watches it. So when yeah. when that segment comes, I have you have to give me a heads up off of it, and please let you have it. Please, I want to see you dancing in there. Yeah, I, uh, listen, I don't know that it's going to be in top plays. We are they. There was a legit top play during the game because they keep track of trick plays, and that factors in the scoring at the end of the night. So this dude on the bananas made a fly ball catch in the outfield while doing a backflip, and that was one of the more athletic things I've seen. Like. Clean fielding, didn't bobble it, didn't tip it to himself, any of that stuff. It was, yeah. Houseway, how? As the ball's getting close, jumps up to do the backflip, catches it on the upswing, and went back and landed on his feet. It's 
They've got a guy, Flash, whose dad was on the 92 relay team in Barcelona in the Olympics, like ran with Carl Lewis. He runs, Flash runs like a 6'2", 600 meter, so like he's just a pinch runner and gets out there. But it's like, it is, it, it's incredible. It's it's baseball caffeine for a two-hour game. It's a two-hour time clock they put on the game. And um, yeah, we can't thank them enough and uh, and hope that the, the piece comes out. I know it will come out uh, to show all the fun that we had. They, uh, I did get to hit batting practice, and to swing a wooden bat at this age is it, it devastating. My shoulders are wrecked, wrecked. I'm still I'm waking up sore, and I'm like, man, all you did was practice. Like you didn't even like. I got to warm up with a submarine pitcher. You know what it's like trying to catch a 75 mile an hour frisbee. That I I still have bruises. Like it was, it, but I, I wouldn't have traded it for anything. I thought any semblance of baseball in my life was over, uh, and it turns out it's not. So yeah, watch for that. 10 a.m. Sports Center. Gary Streisky and myself, Randy Scott. Uh, that'll be on, on ESPN on Saturday morning. Now, he's Mike Wells, and I'm Randy Scott. As Canty and Carlin uh, continues here on ESPN Radio. We, we asked earlier in, in the show in the first hour here, Mike, which division would have a better chance of having all four teams make the playoffs? Is it the AFC East, AFC North, or the NFC East? And that's subject to conversation on the CC call-in line, 888-SAY-ESPN. Uh, Isaac in Arkansas wants to jump into the pool here. Isaac, you're up on ESPN Radio. What's up, man? Hey guys, um, first of all, I want to say that my team is, my division is NFC East. Okay. Um, last year okay. it came down to a, a missed pass interference call between Washington and, and the Giants. If I remember that game, um, the call was not called and they, <laughs> the Giants won the game. So I, I think all four teams could have made the playoffs last year if it yeah. wasn't for their missed calls. Okay. I agree with that. And I think, I just think, I, I, I see a path, Isaac, to everybody in that division being better this year and everybody was 500 or better last year. Mm. We lose Isaac. Man, we he, lost Isaac. That's he, fine. That's fine. Oh. So we got Isaac. We hey. didn't get Lewis Riddick. We got yeah. Isaac. Isaac's cell phone. <laughs> Isaac's cell phone was a lot better than, <laughs> than Lewis's. Um, I don't know about calls, man. He seems to be pretty dialed in, Mike, on the calls. I, I don't remember those off the top of my head. Yeah, I, I do not remember. That's not that play. I, that's not one of those plays. You're like, okay, I'm gonna take the. He he sounds like he's still pretty. Uh, you know, kind of butthurt over it still that He's, that, it, that it, it it impacted his squad and making playoffs. I, I don't like to give you credit, Randy. Uh, well, on the air, I don't, I don't like to give you credit because it makes <laughs> it seem like you and I are in sync together. If I give you credit on the air, but man, if I had to take a mulligan, I might change my mind and say the NFC East too. I, oh, you're oh, gonna take a mulligan? Do, no, I no no. I said if if, but oh, there's no mulligans allowed oh, though. Oh. No, 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 hey, 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 wait, 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 listen, Shane, uh-huh. I don't need you to try to gang up on me, all right? a little boo-boo there earlier. What we doing here, Mike? <laughs> what we doing? What we doing here? We, we switching it up now? What we doing? No, 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 listen, this is a, this is a no mulligan show. So I'm going to, I'm still going to ride or die with the AFC North, but I'm more inclined, before it was AFC North, AFC East, NFC East. Now I'm going AFC North, NFC East, and then AFC East. More so because Randy loves his commanders, and that was the one team I had the question marks on. But the way he was able to put that that fantasy uh, pitch out there and what they could do offensively uh-huh. has me thinking. All right, maybe maybe they could make a run and be and give the give the East NFC East that one division and can have all four teams in it. I think it's a possibility. I, I do see the path though for the AFC East because I truly believe everyone is going to be better. This season, I think the Dolphins are going to be a lot of fun. The Dolphins might be the Savannah Bananas of the division. How about that? 
Like so, mm-hmm. let's just let's just carry it through. And in the comedy world, we call it a callback. Like I think I think the Dolphins offensively could be as much of a circus as entertaining as um you know as the Savannah Bananas. But you know p- potentially, did you see the clip of Tua Tagovailoa giving a play call out to the media yesterday at their at their post practice media availability? He's like, you guys want to hear what a play sounds one. like? It basically to say like how much of a mad genius Mike McDaniel's is. And so he he read it off and. I truly, I don't know that people fully appreciate it because I don't fully appreciate what goes into a play call. Just just lining up on time, getting the play call in, and executing the snap. Obviously, it befuddled Nathaniel Hackett in Denver last year. They were awful at those simple <laughs> things and just doing that. But the Dolphins, the way they do it and reading off that play call really stood out to me. It seems like Tua is sharp. seems like he's at least healthy for now, which is all you can ask for. And um, just as an unbiased football fan, man, I want to see what that offense is capable of this season. And I think if they can get 15 games out of Tua, I could see them winning 10, 11 games. We got the well, sound? That, that, Do we really? That, I'm, that, I'm sorry. That, I, I didn't mean to throw that out there and like, you know, because we did not plan to have this Tua tongue of Ilo sound. But, but Mike, l- listen to this from Tua and tell me if this doesn't jump out to you. We don't have it. Lewis oh, Riddick has listening. it. I can give you guys a play, and then if you guys want to repeat it after me, as if you guys were in the huddle, you guys can. All right. Should I go once or twice saying it? Once? All right. We got North Right Clamp, South Fox, H-Top, Pass 38, Top Gumby, XP, Sweat. Let's go. Anyone? I got North Right on South Fox. I got North. Sounds like a false start to us. Yeah, sounds like a pre-snap penalty to me. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, he's not wrong. I mean, that's 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 the level of intricacy, and maybe that's a little bit more common around the league. I don't think you get a lot of teams in the NFL sharing, you know, potential play calls. Lord knows the the Bill Belichick, uh, you know, <laughs> fortress of solitude. Up we there got in New North England. Ray Clamp, South Fox, H Top, Pass Thirty Eight, Top Gun, BXP, Sweat. Let's go. I mean, Top Gun. You had me at Top Gun. I'm here for that, man. Yeah. But the plaque for the alternates. When I heard Clamp, I'm like, holy cow! I, I, first of all. <laughs> If I'm a rookie and I'm coming in, I'm like, how in the world am I supposed to memorize that? You you made a great point, yeah. though, Randy. The key is the key is Tua staying healthy. I hope Tua can stay healthy. I, I you know I've obviously enjoyed watching him when, when he was at Alabama, but you know his inability to be able to be on the, on the football field on a regular basis for the Miami Dolphins is what could hinder the potential of having that excitement when it comes from an offensive side of the ball. So hopefully he can stay out there and. You know, I want to see him throw it up and have Ty and have Tyreek Hill just run underneath it for touchdowns over and over again. But how do you have faith in the New England Patriots, man? How and why? Uh I think I think you believe in the defense. I think you believe in the fact that they finally have an offensive coordinator. What whatever that you know experiment with Joe Judge and Matt Patricia was last year, I think they have the right people in the right roles. I believe in Bill O'Brien. Um he doesn't sound like he's any fun to, to work with potentially, but you know, as a player, I don't know that you have to have the best relationship with your coach. You know what I mean? Like uh, it's what he did at Penn State, even going back there, the, the teams that he won with in Houston. Like I, I, I believe in what he could do offensively in terms of maximizing a quarterback who's. I mean, let's be real. We don't know what the ceiling is for Mac Jones, but we also don't know if you know it's a tall enough ceiling to be able to play pop a shot in the basement. You know what I mean? Like it's that could be an extremely low ceiling down there for Mac Jones, and yet Bill O'Brien could still help this offense to you know an eight nine win season. Um, and I don't know that that makes the playoffs in the AFC, and that's why I went with the NFC option in the overall construct of the conversation. But I think the Bills are in a little bit of trouble 
because I think the Bills treaded water while everyone else got better, and that includes the Jets. And much has been made of what they've done and what they've added and who they've brought in and now the cameras they have to document it all. But I give Hard Knocks a lot of credit for getting this from Robert Sala addressing rather his Jets team because if you're looking at a, at a quarterback, you got it. The receivers, you got it. Running back, defense. Where is their issue, though? Where is their issue? Let's hear from the head coach himself. It was our first opportunity to change the stink that's been in this organization for a very long time on the offensive side of the ball. You can have a Hall of Fame quarterback. You can have two $10 million plus receivers. You can have a reigning offensive rookie of the year. You can have all kinds of skill in the running back room. None of it matters until the big boys up front change who the we are. We as coaches, we as an organization can't want it more than you. And I'm watching that tape all night last night trying to find something to show that we're changing, and it didn't show. Uh, that is Hard Knocks. Training camp with the New York Jets is streaming on Max. Uh, what do you make of that, Mike Wells? You've been around Hard Knocks. You've been around the NFL. You've been in these locker rooms, been in some of these meetings. What do you make of what you just heard? I am knowing what I found out after Hard Knocks followed the Indianapolis Colts in 2021. Um, I'm under the belief that head coach Robert Sala, he knew the cameras were there. That was his opportunity to try to motivate the uh, the offensive line because the cameras were out there and you want to have that pride if you're an old lineman. With that said, when it comes to hard knocks, the teams, the organizations, they had a the final say. They get to decide what's going on in the air or not. And that was one of those deals where clearly Solomon wanted to send a message to the old line. So, you know, their homeboy, you know, their homeboys are saying, oh, man, your head coach called you out on that. And they're hoping to kickstart them and get them motivated to want to play at a high level because he's right. He is right. From an offensive standpoint, they got all the pieces. They got all the pieces for Aaron Rodgers to be successful, especially, you know, adding um, Dalvin Cook the other day into the backfield to uh, help out in the running game. But, I do think there. I'm under the belief it was kind of part acting too by head coach Robert Sala because he he wanted to you know try to take it another level and you know essentially say hey if we're gonna have success you boys up front better do your job yeah no and it does he's not wrong I mean defensively all it seems like the only thing that this team could do well could do right could do correctly could do in a winning fashion last year was the defensive line their defensive line was and remains a nightmare. But their offensive line was, and it looks like remains, a nightmare for the wrong reasons. And it's one thing to have Zach Wilson running for his life. It's another to have Aaron Rodgers running for his, considering how much you gave up for him, how much you've pinned to him, and uh, everything you have you have riding on him moving forward. And let's be honest, you know, on the on the plus side of 40 or 40 and beyond, you're, you're going to get knocked around. That's going to linger. That's going to linger like playing with the Savannah Bananas. See what we did there? You're going to be sore like that. Ooh. Callback line. And, and, and the reality is, like you said, playing 40-plus, the window is very tight for the Jets. Yeah. And for what they gave up to get the future Hall of Famer in Aaron Rodgers, they better, they better do their damnness to make sure he is on the football field for every meaningful offensive snap this season because – Getting to the playoffs simply for the Jets is not going to happen. That's not going to happen. It's they not good win. enough. It's not. Wait, wait, wait. You think you don't even think they're going to the playoffs? 
No, no, no. What I'm saying, no, excuse me. I should, I need to f- rephrase that. They have to get to the, not just get to the playoffs. They have to make a run in the Super Bowl, and making a run in the AFC is going to be very, very challenging. Yeah. Because of the other teams that are in, not only in the division but in the conference as a whole. So if they're not protect, if Aaron Rodgers isn't out there, they wasted they wasted that trade and. They're not going to have success, which is clearly obvious if Aaron Rodgers is not there. But yeah, they have to make a run at the Super Bowl this mm-hmm. year or next year. They, I agree. we're on the same page. Wild card, wild card, getting, being a wild card team isn't good yeah. enough either. No, I'm with you on that. I we don't have. I want to. I want to play what Aaron Rodgers had to say. Not right now, but play what he had to say about his offensive line because that's something else you have to worry about with this quarterback in particular. If there is an issue, if there is a nit to pick that grows into a crack in the foundation. As we cross analogies, Roger's going to let you know about it, and he's going to let you know about it in public fashion. So it's important to hear what he's saying about an offensive line that let him get sacked six times in a joint practice with Tampa Bay. Canton Carlin's presented by Progressive Insurance. Save when you bundle motorcycle, RV, and boat insurance. Visit Progressive.com. We'll hear from A.A. Ron. Plus, we'll focus on the spotlight upon him, and I'll give you are under-the-radar Super Bowl contenders. It's Mike Wells, Randy Scott, and for the guys, Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. Now the Jets have all this defensive talent. Garrett Wilson, Alan Lazard, Aaron Rodgers, and they arguably have a top three running back duo in the NFL. When Aaron Rodgers took that $35 million pay cut a few weeks ago, you knew that something like this was going to happen, and there could be more moves. There are no excuses now for New York. I mean, getting to the playoffs is not enough. People are going to expect the Super Bowl more than ever, and I just wonder how they deal with those expectations. Oh, with the heartbreaker, Mike Wells. I'm Randy Scott. It is Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. However you found us on this uh, on this Thursday, on this pre Thursday, 
we're glad you did. The pregame starts whenever you want it to, late in the Thursday afternoon, and I think we qualify, Mike. Um, the uh, CC <laughs> the CC call in line is eight 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 say ESPN. That's eight 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 seven two nine. 3776 continuing this conversation of which division would have a better chance of sending all four teams to the playoffs AFC North NFC East or is it the AFC East and continuing to uh, sort of drill in on the Jets because we're seeing some cracks in the facade here uh, for the Jets and it's the offensive line and it's not going to be anybody you have on a fantasy team. All right, I, I don't even think that's offered on a lot of fantasy sites. Uh, but their offensive line has sprung a leak or several leaks. Some of it's injury, some of it's ineptitude, or just maybe a lack of uh, a lack of experience with each other. Um, Aaron Rodgers was asked about it. Uh, this is uh, after a Wednesday joint practice with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who do have a decent offense, uh, defensive front to be sure. But Mike, he was sacked six times, and Aaron Rodgers is going to let you know if he's unhappy or if he's frustrated or all the above. So here's Rodgers talking about that offensive line. Oh, I thought we played a lot better up front today. Still missing Dwayne. Lakin didn't practice today. We had Joe at, uh, doing some center stuff yesterday. So it's a work in progress. I feel like it was Rich maybe asked a question about the continuity of the guys playing together. And I was thinking maybe we'd start to figure some stuff out. Obviously, it hasn't happened yet. There's jobs up for grabs. That's the beauty in camp, but also the struggle is in talking with you know, a couple of the guys, we just need some continuity at some point so guys can feel comfortable playing together. Maybe that's the end of next week. Maybe it's the, the week that we have in between the season uh, and the last preseason game, but jobs are up for grabs. I think I, I think that's that's a that's a patient Aaron Rodgers, right? He's pointing yeah. out that there are jobs to be to be won. He just needs a little continuity. And man, I, I don't I don't recognize that Aaron Rodgers <laughs> because the Aaron Rodgers we were accustomed to in Green Bay was one, if he wasn't happy, he didn't bite his tongue. He let it be known uh, whether it was, you know, subtle little jabs or if he was clearly agitated with the cameras in front of him. He had no problem doing that. Six sacks, six times in the joint practice with the Bucks. Aaron Rodgers should be alarmed because sacked 32 times last season. He can't afford at his age, and as you know, since you and Aaron Rodgers are around the same age, the recovery period is a little different. Uh-huh. Uh, it, it, t- it takes a little longer to recover from getting your body beat up. And what good is Aaron Rodgers going to be for the New York Jets if he's having to you know, have the left tackle come over and pull him up off the ground and say, I'm sorry, Aaron. That does, that does nothing for what the Jets have from an expectation standpoint on what they hope to get accomplished this season. So, you know, yes, there's still some time until, you know, the first week until week one, uh, the weekend of September 10th. But time, time moves fast, moves fast. So they better get it resolved um, sooner rather than later if you're the Jets. Yeah. And out of the, you know, out of the gate, it's the Bills. And, and maybe, you know, maybe, you know, you're not as concerned, uh, I don't know, with it, with the secondary of, of Buffalo. Maybe you're not as concerned with the linebacker group, but they can still get after you up front. They make your life miserable. They really can, and they they can put up points as well. And I know last year defense for the Jets was able to hold Josh Allen. Those are two of Josh Allen's worst games of the season were against the Jets. And but that's not what this Jets team is is hoping to have to do again, right? They're they're, they're no. not hoping to have to out. Uh, def- oh, that's a horrible word. Out defend you, out defense you. They they don't want to have to win that way. They they they'd like to take no. some of the pressure off of that group, and we'll see if that if that plays out. Robert but, Sala. But, but, oh, yeah. I, I, I got I to gotta say, say this real quick, Randy. You make a mention, come out of the, the gate against Buffalo. 
You're you're looking at your first four games. Bills at Dallas against New England, victory there. Uh and then you're facing the Super Bowl champions, Kansas City Chiefs, in your first four weeks of the season. And then you get the Eagles in week six. There's you can't you can't start out slow. Oh yeah. You can't say it, it, it just it's hey, you can't start out slow for obvious reasons because you can't fall behind the eight ball in a very competitive division. But you're in a city of in the city of New York where expectations are so high, it can't happen. Competitive division and competitive conference. So if if, mm-hmm. if you're looking around and you know what you have, you know what you have in your locker room by week six relative to the rest of the NFL, the rest of the league, the rest of the division. All of it. You know what you have. Even as a second year, third year head coach and Robert Sala, like you know what you have. Right now, you think you have the horses, you think you have the pieces to be playing in February. That's that's what you believe you have. You can be more realistic six weeks into the season and you can decide, okay, are we going are we really making a run of the division or are we comparing ourselves and then measuring ourselves through win win loss and tiebreakers and otherwise with the team with the also rans around the league. Does that make or around the conference, I should say. Because you can't fall behind not only in your own division, but with the with the Chargers, right? Who are going to finish second to the Chiefs or with the Ravens who are going to finish second to the to the Bengals. Like you have to measure yourselves against those measuring sticks, right? And that's where you really can't stumble out of the gate. So Robert Sala does have concerns with his offense, certainly with his offensive line. That was Wednesday with Hard Knocks. We already heard that little piece of sound. Here's Sala today. This is new Sala talking about the concerns with that offensive side of the football. I think individually we have a really good good set of guys. You know, all of them can play football. It's just it's just becoming a unit. I don't think anyone in here is panicked. Coaches are always in panic mode. That's just the way we're, we're wired. We always want things done now. But uh, but you also understand when you when you look at the global view of it all. There's there's guys coming back from injury. There's a lot of growth happening. There's a lot of really good things happening. When I turned on the tape yesterday, I, you know, it's there, there was a lot of really good stuff on tape, and it's a and then the day today was a good practice for those guys. But uh, in the building, no one's panicking. Um, you know, it's a, the the message is still the same. We've got plenty of time. We're going to figure it out. Best five will play, and we'll get it done. He's confident. You know, I mean, Kimberly A. Martin uh, does such great work with us here at ESPN. I was talking to Robert Sala and said, hey, we're talking about like four weeks away, and you got this opener against the Bills. And he's like, plenty of time. And he just, the dude exudes confidence. Um, we'll see. I mean, that has a way of sneaking up on you, and there are only so many moves that can be made personnel-wise uh, around the league. It doesn't sound like personnel, though, Mike, is the issue. It's more health and continuity uh, on the yeah. offensive line. Health and continuity, and you can't say, okay, they can go out and sign a guy because the reality is there's a reason why. If there's a free agent out there, there's a reason why training camp has been going on for a couple weeks and that guy's still unemployed. So it's not like you're going to find that savior by going out and signing somebody. And, you know, it's Mm -hmm. not easy. You can't just call a team and say, let's make a trade. I want to grab a guard or a tackle. It doesn't work like that. Teams hold on to their key player. So it's got to be fixed internally. Get those guys healthy. And once they get healthy, you're on the football field and you're working on that chemistry of um, playing with the Hall of Fame quarterback. Yeah, and and that is chemistry that needs to be built. And uh, certainly with the offensive line, it's probably more important than uh, anywhere else. Meanwhile, the NBA, so we've got all this NFL stuff to go to. The NBA announces its regular season schedule, making it official today. So which team is the biggest threat to Denver in the West? Who got closer to a title this offseason, Lakers or the Warriors? Mike Wells, Randy Scott, we'll dive into that. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. 
oh, we're just in a mood right now. It's a vibe. Canty and Carlin's a vibe right now on ESPN Radio on the ESPN app. Eric, is everything okay? Is there something you want to talk Man, about? It, he went. He he kind of he kind of mellowed it out a little bit, a little which bit. is not. Uh, I don't know if Eric's been around you much, if he's worked with you much, but you're not exactly the most mellow person, and neither <laughs> neither am I. I need I need that hype music. Uh, yeah, I we, still tell the story of you and I being very fortunate. Props, you know, flex to our guy Shannon Penn. For having Michael Bivens on the show, man, that is so yeah. like that's like the highlight of my five and a half years of doing some fill-in work on ESPN Radio is that having Michael Bivens on the show during the NBA Finals, Warriors and Celtics, and not only talking about his Boston background, but talking about some music, man. That is still my favorite moment of all my years doing radio. Uh, I I can't believe we had somebody from New Edition on in twenty. 20- you said it was Warriors. So what was that? Twenty was that twenty two, twenty one? Yeah, a year ago. It was yep. just a year ago. That feels like even longer. That's crazy. Uh, but yeah, we had them. We we had we had Bivens on, and it was like we both had to be cool about it. Like you know, like, hey, listen, we could be like hey, fan, fan fanboy moment for me. I have no problem acknowledging that fan. That was yeah. a, like that was a straight fanboy man, moment for me. Yeah, we couldn't be like you. You remember that time you were in New Edition? It was awesome. You know, we couldn't just like Chris Farley show it. You know, we had to. <laughs> We had to be normal about it. Uh, KJ Carlin, also uh, anywhere you go on SiriusXM uh, and uh, the SiriusXM app, uh, at Randy Scott ESPN for me, at Mike Wells NFL for Mike. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Join the call-in line, the CC call-in line, the conversation, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Talking to NBA right now, we get the uh, the NBA opening schedule, and it's it's kind of like, hey, Mick, you just you give us a beat we got, we got NFL preseason tonight. we got the NFL regular season. But we're looking ahead to opening night, October the 24th, as the NBA uh, makes official its regular season. The Lakers are going to open up at the Nuggets. A little playoff rematch there. Suns at Warriors. That's going to be a fun one as well as the uh, Western Conference takes center stage. Those feel like four title contenders, not only in the West, but, but overall here, Mike. If you had to identify the biggest threat to Denver both in the West and as NBA champs. Uh, who, who are you looking at out of the Western Conference there? Man, that team that is going into the Bay Area on opening night. Bay I area. love the addition of uh, – yeah, exactly. I love the addition of, you know, uh, Bradley Bill to go with Kevin Durant and Devin Booker. I mean, you talk about three potent scores. The key for um, for Phoenix, though, like any other team with a title, title aspirations – Bradley Bill's got to stay healthy. He's got a history of uh, dealing with injuries. But if those three can work out together, and if Frank Vogel, the new head coach, can also get those guys to buy in as quick as possible, um, I just think the way the NBA is today, scoring is going to be is, is the key. And those guys, they have it right there. And yeah. hopefully DeAndre Ayton will continue to mature uh, and, and, and develop. You you believe you believe that last part? About DeAndre Ayton? I, no, 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 note the word hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. I, I did not say he is. I'm going with hopefully. And as I look at, and hopefully Bradley B- Bill can stay healthy. He's played a total of 90 games the past two seasons. Mm-hmm. That is it. Yeah. 90. Yeah. In two years. And it, we were talking about it, you know, pre show, and, and you were like, maybe there's a little addition by subtraction getting CP3 out of there. Um, because you know he's going to be injured at the end of the season. I was like, listen, man, don't bank on health availability of uh, of Bradley Beal either. This is an interesting question from our 
in his feelings, Eric, working the board here, those four teams or the field, so Nuggets, Warriors, Lakers, and Suns, or the field, is that to win the NBA that, to win the NBA title or just yeah. the West? All right, to win the NBA title. So we're saying the entirety of the Eastern Conference plus the Clippers plus who else? The Jazz? I don't know. Give me Kings. Kings. You said that with a straight Memphis. face, Shannon. You said the Kings. I'm ho- I'm trying trying okay. to give them a little props. They were the three seed last hope. year. Right. Baby. Come on, man. Seed. All right. Three seed. All right. They don't get any opening night games. They don't get a Christmas Day game. They're the three seed. <laughs> yeah, we're not lighting the beam uh, on on Christmas. Okay, so so Clippers, Mike. Yeah, the Clippers. Okay, so Mike, those four teams: Lakers, Suns, Nuggets, Warriors, or the field. That's an easy question, man. That's easy. G- g- give me those four teams. Really? G- give me yes over over the field. Oh, I mean, you, what 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 team? Don't say Boston. Boston, they can't get over the top. And we know, listen, Philly, they're worried about if James yeah. Harden is going to purposely yeah. show up uh, with, with a gigantic sack of cheesesteaks and eat his way out of Philly <laughs> like he did in, in Houston. Come on, man. Giannis, unfortunately, has dealt with some injuries. They, uh, they got a new head coach. Uh, what's Miami going to do as an encore to get in, um, to the finals last year? So, yeah, give me the field. All right. So, wait, wait, I mean, wait, excuse wait. me. Give me those four teams. Give those me those four? four teams, not the field. Those yeah. four, yeah. I think, I think Milwaukee does it. I, I, think, I, think, I think it's Milwaukee. I wouldn't discount Boston. Boston has the most continuity of that group, which is crazy. Uh, but I think Milwaukee does. I think if they're healthy, they're, their best is best in the Eastern Conference. And that's all you need to do if you're what doing about the a, Heat? four team in the field. What about the Heat? What about the Heat? Fifth shortest that's odds, lightning. according to Caesars. Even in Florida, you're not getting that many lightning strikes. That's that's lightning. That is lightning in a bottle. Now, if they get Dame Lillard, forget about it. All bets. All bets might be off. Lakers Nuggets on opening night will be a hot ticket. Hot ticket brought to you by Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN. Great deals on the hottest tickets. Experience it live. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast.